perfect submission. All is at rest. I and my Savior am happy and blessed. Watching and waiting, looking above, born of His Spirit, lost in His love. This is my story, and this is my song, praising my Savior. All the day long, this is my story, and this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Amen. Amen. We have a story, and it is a story of God's love uh, for each of us. Um, uh, of how he um, rescued us, uh, how he saved us uh, from our sins. And that's the story we have to tell, that we have to share uh, with others. Amen. Let us look into uh, look to the Lord in the word of prayer, and then we'll get to our, our, our lesson this morning. Father God in heaven, uh, it is again that we... Um, find ourselves, Lord, in, in the presence of, of, of you and, and your people. Uh, again, oh Lord, you have been good to us. We thank you for grace and mercy. And um, Lord, this is another day, a day you've made. Uh, Lord, uh, we, we thank you for uh, blessing us with mercy's journeys, um, not only today, but all week long. We, we, we've gone many places, and uh, yet, Lord, you you kept your angels around us. You prevented any harm or hurt, uh, Lord, to come upon us. We, we thank you for providing, <coughs> excuse me, providing for all of our, our needs, uh, Lord. Um, and, and, and Father, we, more than anything, we need a closer walk with thee. And so we, we, we thank you for your word. Uh, we thank you for your Holy Spirit that guides us and leads us. And we thank you, O oh God, for, Lord, uh, just this opportunity to, uh, Lord, share your word, to hear your word, to become doers of your word. Uh, we, we thank you for the lesson today, and we pray, Lord, your blessings to be upon these, your people. Thank you uh, for them. Uh, Lord, you know what we all stand in need of. So, God, we're, we're just um, so, so grateful to you today, and, and just look to you, Lord. Uh, that you will uh, open our hearts of understanding and, and that, Lord, we will uh, better uh, know your will for our lives. Uh, that, Lord, um, uh, we may share with others, uh, Lord, uh, of your grace, uh, your salvation. We thank you. We praise you now. It is in Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Amen. I, I know in your uh, in, in your lesson, in your book, uh, the next lesson uh, deals with the Lordship of Christ. But we're going to skip that. I uh, hope that you, uh, we want to encourage you certainly to, to read that lesson and, and to uh, refer to the, the many uh, passages of uh, scripture that's found 
uh, in it. We want to go to the next lesson, which is the church. And, and, and we want to kind of look at that, uh, if you would, the church. And, and uh, again, the, the, the basis of, uh, you know, many, you know, we, we say, we, we say, you know, we're going to church today. You know, we we understand what what we what we what we're saying, but but the, the fact of the matter is, this building is not the church. Uh, it's a building, uh, like any other building. Um, even though it, it has been uh, ordained and set aside and and set for the purpose of worshiping God, but the church does not take place until we arrive. Amen. Um, so, so we want to look at that today um, uh, at, at the church. Uh, I don't know what page it is in your book, but um, we, we want to look at that and, and, and talk about it just a few minutes about the church and then the ordinances of the church, the foundation of the church. Um, the the uh, objective is to ensure that and we're talking about discipleship. We're talking about discipling others. And, and we're talking about, you know, uh, you and I um, uh, making sure that those whom we, we disciple, who we're mentoring, who we are uh, investing and pouring into, that they have a good foundation, you know, in which to build uh, upon. And so, we, when we talk about the church, what what are, what are we what are we talking about? Uh, the objective, and in your in your book, um, it, it says the objective one is uh, it, it is uh, your job to make sure that your spiritual child joins a Bible believing, preaching church where the people love Jesus and act like it. Um, you know. As you witness to people and they come to know the Lord, they may not necessarily come to your church, you know, and that's okay. You know, it's not, you know, it's not, it's not so important. I mean, we, we, we definitely, you know, especially here, we, we love to see people, uh, love to see more people, we, you, you know, um, um, uh, but, but, you know, the whole purpose, we, we're doing the, the saturation in Detroit and whole purpose of that is is that people will 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 uh, desire to want to know God uh, and find a church home you know find find a, you know it doesn't have to be open door but find a Bible believing a Bible preaching church where the people love Jesus and they act like it you know uh, you 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 have a lot of people who uh, you know in, in our churches who you know they, they go to church every 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 Sunday, but it's hard to know if they enjoy being there. It's it's, it's kind of difficult, you know. To you know uh, uh, you know do do you do you love you know do you love Jesus and do you act like it? Uh, can can it can people see it? Um, it says here, before directing your spiritual child to a church, it is important that you teach him or her what the church is. 
Okay? And what his functions are and why he should attend. Um, it is so important that, that we, whatever you do, you know why you're doing it. Uh, you know, you, 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 you come to church, but why? Why do we come? You know, uh, what, what's the purpose of it? Uh, uh, what, what is it that, that we're trying to accomplish? You know, uh, why? why? It's so very important. So, so first of all, we want to ask the question, what is the church? Uh, what is its functions and why should we attend? First of all, um, uh, we, we look at a definition of the church. Uh, that the church is, uh, Webster defines the church as a class or society of individuals called by the same name. Okay. Um, it says a sect. Uh, they use the term church. Uh, this use, uh, use of the term church does not occur in scripture. Uh, so, so what it, what it says in the, in, in, in the dictionary is not what the Bible says. That, that it's a, it's a collection of, of people, um, uh, or a class, uh, by the same name. That's, that's not what the Word of God says. So we, we want to make sure, what does the Word say? In first, um, in, in uh, Colossians chapter 1. So let's turn to that. Colossians chapter 1, verse 24. Colossians chapter 1, verse 24. And see what, what, what does God say the church is? Okay. According to Colossians chapter 1, verse 24, the church is the body of Christ. Okay. So it says, and, and, and we'll read it. It says, Who now rejoice in my suffering for you and fill up that which is behind of the affliction of Christ in my flesh for my body's sake, which is the church. Okay, read that again. Uh, let, let, what I'll do, let, let, let me back up. Um, uh, and, and it says, uh, verse 23, If you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which ye have heard, and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. Then he says, verse 24, who now rejoice in my suffering for you, filled up that which is behind of the affliction of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church. Uh, so, 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 so the church is, is a group of people, okay, a group who uh, acknowledges that Jesus suffered. That Jesus died for their sins. Okay, um, uh, so so it's a body of Christ. Okay, it's, uh, uh, the church. The the Greek word for church is ecclesiastic, which is translated the called out. We know we've been called out of darkness into the marvelous light of Christ. Okay, or another name for is the assembly. So it's an assembly. Uh, in Hebrews, it tells us, forsake not the assembling of ourselves. We're to forsake not the coming together, you know, uh, 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 as the body of Christ. We're not to forsake doing that. Okay? Uh, so it says the church is considered in two sense. In the lessons. There, there are two, when, when we speak of the church, there are two, two senses 
um, or two categories, if you would, that we, we, we equate the church. There's the universal church. Okay? Um, the universal church is the spiritual organism which Christ is the head and which is composed of every person who has received Jesus Christ in their life as Lord and Savior. So, when you think of the universal church, we're thinking of all, all churches or all local bodies of believers in Jesus Christ. Okay? So, so that crosses denominational lines, right? That can cross cultural lines, Certainly, that can cross ethical lines or, or ethnicity lines. Uh, so, so it, is, it does not matter if you're black, if you're white, if, if you're, um, uh, you know, you can be uh, Japanese. You can be it, 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 that. That has nothing to do with uh, with anything. If you have accepted Jesus Christ in your heart as your Lord and Savior, and you are are meeting, you are gathering together together. Uh, with the purpose of worshiping God and acknowledging Christ and, and what he's done for you on Calvary, you've received him, that's the universal church. Okay, So uh, it could be here on 14th Street, it could be on the east side, it, it could be somewhere in Ohio, uh, uh, somewhere down south, somewhere in another country. That's the universal church. Okay, That's one one, one way to look at it. Then there is the local church. Okay, We can really relate to the local church because we are one of them. Okay? So the local church is a group of professed believers in one place, in one locality. Okay? We have a church right here. There's a church across the street. There's a church down the street. Okay, um, Around the block, on the other side of town. Um, in your neighborhood where you live, where your home is, there, there are churches. You know, there are local churches all over. So you have the universal church, and then you have the local church. Alright? So, so, so that's what the church is. The church is um, uh, a, 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 a spiritual organism. And we're going to see it's not, a, it's not an organization, but it's an organism. An organism is alive. We know, we know that to be true because Jesus is alive, right? And so he is the head of the body of Christ. He's the head of the body, which we are a part of, which we are members of. Okay, so that is what the church is. Okay? The foundation of the church. What is the foundation? How, how did the church begin? The church began on the day of Pentecost. Okay. Uh, in the book of Acts, chapter 2. Okay. The church, the church did not exist until Acts chapter 2. Okay. Uh, Jesus has, has died for the sins of the world. He has appeared before his disciples. Okay. He has ascended back to heaven, to the right hand of the Father. But he made us a promise. And the promise that he made to his disciples then and to us was that he would send our help. He would send the helper. He would send the Holy Spirit that would lead us and guide us and, and help us 
uh, in, in our Christian journey, in our Christian walk. Okay? And so it was the day of Pentecost that the Holy Spirit came down. Okay? And, and chapter one, uh, chapter two, verse one says, like a mighty rushing wind. Okay? And it filled the place where the disciples was. And it empowered them that they would then be able to go out and to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's when the church began. It began on the day of Pentecost. The day that the Comforter, the Holy Spirit came and it dwelt into those who would believe in Jesus Christ. Okay? So ever since that, that day, okay, the Holy Spirit has been active. So when a person accepts Jesus Christ as their as their as their, their Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells within them. Okay? Uh, uh, so 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 that that's that's where that's the foundation of the church. Okay? Turn to Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16. In Matthew chapter 16, around verse um, 18, I believe. We 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 see um, we, we see the great confession of, of Peter, where, where Jesus had asked the question to his disciples, Who do men say that I am? And and, and Peter said, Thou art the Christ. The Son of the Living God, and Jesus' reply was, uh, uh, "Simon, uh, 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 flesh and blood did not reveal that to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And upon this rock, upon upon this truth that you have spoken, that I am the Son of God. Okay, I will build my church. So, so the foundation that that is laid for the church." Is that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? That, that's the that's the foundation from which we 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 build upon, and 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 that that salvation comes by no other way than through faith or by faith in Jesus. There's there's no other way that 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 man can be saved but through Christ. Okay, so so that's that's that's. That's the, the foundation in which we we rest upon, okay? In which we build we build uh, uh, the church is, is based upon that that Jesus Christ is the rock. He is the foundation, okay? He is the way, right? So in first and then then there's another passage in First Corinthians chapter three verse eleven. Okay, um, where 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 Paul says, "For no other foundation can be laid but that which has been laid, and that is, is Jesus Christ." Okay, so anything else we try to build the church upon uh, will not stand. It is 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 an error. You don't you don't build it upon a man. You don't build it upon uh, theories. You don't build it upon philosophies. 
You don't build it upon anything other than Jesus Christ and who he is. That being God in the flesh. That, that being the fact that he, he, he you know, he, he came, uh, you know, and, and was born of a virgin. That he lived a sinless life. That he went to Calvary's cross and he died for the sins of the world. And that you must put your trust in him for the forgiveness of sin. And based upon that, you can be saved. Based upon that, you, you, can, you can have a relationship with God. Outside of that, there is no relationship with God. You have, you have many thinking there are many ways you can get to God. No. There's only one way. And, and, and his name is Jesus. Okay. So, so, so that's the foundation. Okay. Um, another, another, you know, how, how, how do you join? You know, how, how do you join the church? Can someone tell me how you join the church? Can you join the church? Huh? Yes. You can join the church? But you have to confess your sins and you have to be baptized. Okay. Let, let me help you with something. We say join the church. You, you don't join the church. You can join a club. And, and, and you will notice to be true. In order for you to continue to be a member of that club, what do you have to do? Pay, Pay your dues. Okay. Okay. The church is not an organization that you join. Now, and again, now, and, and we say things in here, you know, even from the pulpit. The doors of the church are open. The doors of the church never close. You know, we, we say things, but, but let, let, let's understand it from a, from a biblical standpoint. You cannot join the church, you can join a club. Just like you can join a club, you can be you can be kicked out of a club. You don't pay your dues. But you can't, but not in the church, not in the body of Christ. You can't kick me out of the body of Christ. You, 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 you know, whom, whom, whom God have placed in, 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 in Christ's hand can no man take out. Okay? So, so you cannot join the church. You're born into the church. Okay, what does Jesus say? He must be what? Born again. You're born into the church by by a personal, you know, salvation in Jesus. Okay, you you make a decision. Okay, now when you when you when you when you and that's why you know we talk about disciples. Okay, a person can be saved on the spot, right? When you're witnessing to them, you can be at a bus stop. Would you like to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? They say yes. You lead them to 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 a, 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 you know a prayer of a confession in Him. They're, they are saved. Then they become part of the body of Christ. Then now the next step is that they that 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 then they they find a church home, a local church home. Of those who are the body of Christ. If you don't join the church. You're born into. 
the church. You're born into the body of Christ. The church is not an organization, but it is an organism. And an organism is what? An organism is alive. Okay? An organism is something that is alive. You, so, so that's that's very important. That's very that's very key to understanding what the church is and what the foundation of the church is. Okay, you're born into the church. Okay, what did she say you, again? You must be born again. Okay, and, and you're born again by the Spirit. Okay. Um, Okay, again, and then some 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 would equate the, the church, the church, to a building. And, and, and remember now, again, this is not the church. We we understand what we mean when we say we're going to church. But what we're saying is we're we're coming to, to gather and meet with other believers. Hey mother. Okay? The church is not 5780 14th Street. That's not the church. That's where we meet and gather to worship. Yeah. yeah we understand that? Okay? Jesus did not die for brick and mortar, He did not die for carpets and pews. He died for the souls of men. For our souls. To save us from our sins. Okay. So the building becomes a place of worship. Where the church. You know I told you. Church don't start until we show up. Right. Because the fact of the matter is. We can take all these pews out. That would be a nice place to, to put a band. That would be, be a nice place to put a, uh, you know, you can put a bar right up there. This would be a dance floor. Right? Just as quick as quick, take this out and, and you can change the function of this building. What makes us a church? You and I showed up this morning. What did Jesus say when two or three are gathered? I'm there. That, that changes it. That changes everything. Right, right there. That changes, that changes everything. Because Jesus is in the presence. He's here. He's with us. Okay? There's nothing mystical about the building. God doesn't dwell in buildings. But what does he do? He dwells in the hearts of men. That's, that's where he is. He's in the hearts of men. He's in the hearts of, of, of those who are born again believers in, in him. Okay? So that is the foundation of the church. It began at Pentecost. Jesus is the rock. He's the, he's the foundation in which everything is laid. Okay? The church is not an organization, but an organism. That is alive. 
Jesus Christ is the head of that body. We are members of that body. You cannot join the church, but you're born again into the church. And once one is born again into the church, the, 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 the next step would be to, to find a local assembly of believers and be a part of that, of that, of that family. So any questions there? That's the foundation of the church. Okay. Then there, there, there are the ordinances of the church. Okay. What, what are, what, what are the ordinances of the church? Can anyone tell me? Baptism. Huh? Baptism. Baptism and meaning. Baptism and communion. Holy communion, Lord's Supper. There are only two. When we speak of ordinance, and Christ set these things up, he set up two ordinances of the church, of the New Testament church. And, and, and so what an ordinance is, an ordinance is an outward right. In other words, it's something that, that one does that others can bear witness to. Okay? It's, it's an outward right. It's something that, that, that one does that others can visibly see. It's a sign that others can see. And what, what are they seeing? They're seeing your faith in action. They're, they're seeing your Christian faith in action. Okay. The Lord gave us two brother said, one is baptism. And, and, and baptism, the Greek word for it is baptismo, baptismo, okay, which means to emerge. Not dip. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Dip and emerge, same thing. Not sprinkle. Okay. To, to be baptized is to be fully covered. That, that's, that's the example Jesus gave us when he was baptized by John the Baptist. He was fully, he, he went all the way down and came all the way up. Okay? And, and, and it is a symbol. So, so, so people who see that, people who see one who is baptized, they, they physically see it. And what does it do? It symbolizes something. It symbolizes the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. It's also something that you don't obey. Huh? Something that somebody baptizes somebody who acknowledges that they are a sinner and they're saved and Christ is their savior. That's why I say when people stop baptizing babies, they say, oh, he's been baptized. Yeah. I mean, that baby doesn't know what Yeah. Yeah. You come to knowledge it's in yourself, make that confession. That's when you both be baptized. Right, right. And you baptized five, six, seven times. <laughs> yeah, well, we we'll get on that in regards to that whole thing about because um, I got a little, I I have a little different understanding of if someone says I want to be baptized again, I have a little different, and I'll share that with you. But but that that's what it is, and, and so and and again, 
you know, you baby baptism is not scriptural. A baby baptism is not biblical. Okay, you have you have some even some churches that that allows that, and uh, but it has no. It, that, that's more so for the parents. It has no 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 biblical or or spiritual significance for that child. They don't get no closer to God by being baptized. They're not they're not confessing or proclaiming anything being baptized as a baby. What do they know? That does not save them. Baptism does not save a person. Okay? Again, it's just a it's a it's, it's a it's a it's a way of showing others. It, it, it really is for others. You know, to see that you've made a choice for God in your life. The requirements for Christian baptism that you have been Baptized by the Holy Spirit. There, there are two, two baptisms. There's a spiritual baptism and then there's a water baptism. This ordinance is a water baptism. But it signifies something that has taken place spiritually within you. But you have to be baptized spiritually first. And you're baptized spiritually first by accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Upon that confessing of your, of your faith in Him, the Holy Spirit baptizes you into the family of God. Okay? Um, 1 Corinthians 12 and 13 says, for by one spirit we are all baptized into one body. Okay? Any questions? Why, why should we be baptized? Question. Why? Why, why should we be baptized? Now, Jesus, Jesus said in the Great Commission, you know, go and baptize them. So, so why should we be baptized? I just said, who said? Jesus, Jesus said, it's a commandment. Believe and be baptized. He commands of us. Okay? We demonstrate our love for him when we do what he says do. We follow his example. If he thought enough, if he thought it was important enough to be baptized by John the Baptist, so should we. We should think it's important enough to be baptized by John Doe, whoever that person might be, that pastor, that minister. Okay? Because Jesus commanded us to do it. Christian baptism is a symbol. That lets the world know that you have identified yourself with Christ, his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Okay? That's one. The second ordinance is that of the Lord's Supper. And again, it's something that others witness concerning you. Okay? Um, this ordinance was something. This was or, or was was instituted by Christ on the night that he was betrayed, um, and, and it is given as a memorial. Why? Why are memorials important? To remember. Huh? To remember. Right. Lest we forget. 
Calvary. And, and that's the purpose. That is the purpose of the Lord's Supper. That we never forget Calvary. You know? And, and so, and so, so, so Paul would say, uh, it is so important. So he says, as often as you come together. Okay? And we know some, some do it just once a month. We, we have, we do it three times a month. Others do it every day. Every day. Every Sunday. Every time they meet. They do this. In remembrance. Lest we forget. Okay? What, what's, what is it, what's the detriment of forgetting? What, what, what's the danger of forgetting? Some things. As you forget, as you forget, it, it no longer, it, it has no, no relevance to your, to your life, to today, to your future, to, to anything. It, it's no longer important. Yes, sir. Right, and 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 when we when you think of the word train, the word train means you you drill it, you 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 just drill it in them. You 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 know, every Sunday I had to go to church. Every Sunday, you know, you drill it in them. You know, you you drill it in them. You doing your ABCs. You drill it in them through repetition. You drill it that what it becomes just second nature. It becomes who they are. So, so when that scripture in Proverbs 22, uh, 6 comes into play, so when they get out there and they start doing stuff that they know they got to be doing, that which is really in them will begin to surface. And, and it'll begin to speak to that, 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 that spiritual man, that consciousness, and say, you know what? That's what happened with the prodigal son. He said, you know what? I ain't got no business being out here. I'm in the wrong place. I know better. And what did he do? He turned and went back home. That, that's what it'll do. It, it'll, it, it, you know, train up a child the way he should go. When he, when he is old, he, he'll, he, you know, he, he'll start getting some sense. All right, let me let me get get back to the lesson. So, so the ordinance, this ordinance, Lord's Supper. Should only be taken by those who have put their trust in Jesus Christ. Okay? Those who have examined their lives and who know they are in fellowship with Him. We're going to talk about that today. Examine yourself. You've examined. You know, that's why, you know, when we instituted, we said, let, let every man examine himself. I don't know where you were last night, I don't know what's on your heart, I don't know what you're doing. You don't know what I'm doing either. But God knows. And you know. And so when you examine yourself, you're taking a moment of reflection and saying, you know what? Am I am I right with God? Now, when we say right with God, we don't mean sinless, obviously. You're not right. Right. We don't mean being sinless. But what we're saying is, you know, are you in fellowship? You know, 
Because if, if you do it and you do it in an unworthy manner, okay, you, you can, you can literally, okay, uh, be in danger of becoming sick and physically die. Ahead of your appointed time. That's why he says, for this cause, many are sleep, are weak, are sick, and many have gone. Many have gone prematurely because they took this in an unworthy manner. It's serious. And we, and we should make sure it's understood that way. So, 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 so when we talk about the church, what is the church? We talk about the foundation of the church, the ordinances of the church, baptism, and the Lord's Supper. And then, what is the function of the church? What, what's the purpose of, of, of us coming? You know, again, church don't start until we show up. So what's the function of us coming? What, what's the function of us not forsaking the assembling of ourselves as some would? What's, the, what's, the, what's the, the, the function? What's the purpose of us singing hymns and, and spiritual hymns, you know, with our heart in our heart? What, what's, the, what's the function of us uh, preaching and teaching and praying? The local church is a place where believers meet together for worship, for fellowship, for teaching, for refueling. Just as, just as sure as I'm standing here, I can fill my tank up of gas. And if I turn that key on and go anywhere a significant number of times, that gas that I don't put in is going to run out. All right? Life will wear you down. Life will bring you to empty. The cares of life, the, 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 the concerns, the, the different things that we, you know, that we have to go through in life just to make it, just to, to survive from day to day, just to make sure we got food on our table. The, the, the people we have to meet, the, the things we have to go through on our jobs, at the grocery store. You know, the enemy is constantly, he's at, you know, we're at war. And it's a spiritual battle. So you got all these things coming up against you. From every day, your, your tank begins to run on empty. And you got to get refueled. Another reason we come to get refueled. When you don't come, okay, everything may look good as, as it relates to, to whirling. Uh, uh, you know, you go to work every day and and you work that job and you get paid and you're doing overtime and you get triple time and your money is looking good and you're able to buy what you want to buy and go where you want to go and all may seem well and good. But there's a spiritual side that if it's not fair, it, it will begin to suffer. So, so you need to refuel that spiritual man. Okay? According to Ephesians 4, 7-1, God selects leaders for the local church. 
Okay? And we know there are two, there are two uh, spiritual offices in the church. What are they? What are the two spiritual offices in the, of the church? Pastors and deacons. Okay? Uh, the pastor teaches the leader who's responsible to you and for you. Okay? Let me rephrase that. Is the leader you're responsible to and he to God for you? Y'all get that? Is the leader you're responsible to and he to God for you. Okay. Bible tells us that that you know obey them that have rule over you, for they watch for your souls, for they must give an account. They must give an account. Okay. My job is to build you up in the faith, equip you to do the work of the ministry. Okay. First Corinthians 9 uh, 14 says that um, the pastor is supported by the financial giving of those in the local church. Okay. Pastor is not the head of the church, there's only one head. Anybody that got more than one head is a freak of nature. Some ain't right. So you can't have two heads. You got just one head. But God have place within the body of Christ. According to Jeremiah 3 and 15. For I call pastors according to my heart. My heart. God knows what you need. So, so the pastor is not the head. Jesus is. And, and, and if I ask you to do something contrary to, to the scripture, you got to follow the head of the church who is in authority. Okay. Then you have deacons. Deacons are appointed to serve and meet the needs of the people. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. If, if if I were to tell you to do some contrary scripture, you shouldn't do it. Yeah, I'm saying. But, but you know what? Even with that, because people do not study so themselves approved. And, 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 and ultimately now, when you come down to it, that person who's giving them false doctrine is going to really be held accountable for all those souls he's led them wrong. That's why I have to tell you just what the said the Lord, whether you like it or not, you get mad. I've got to stand before him. And the thing about it now, you would still be held accountable for what you have done. Okay. The deacon is appointed to serve and to meet the needs of the people, according to Acts chapter 6. My job is simply to preach, to teach, and to love you. Not to serve tables. Okay. Um, 
to equip you for ministry. To prepare you. Okay? Preparing God's people for kingdom purpose. For what? What is it? Why, Lord, am I here? My job is to kind of help you find why you're here. What, what it is. Based upon your passion. Based upon the gifts that God had given you. What does he want you to do? In conclusion, God commanded us to attend church. Okay? And again, we understand the context. God commanded us to go to that local place that we have set aside to meet. Because again, now the church does not, this is not the church. Let me get, I, I, I could, we got to really emphasize that. This building is not the church. It really comes into play now. This building is not the church. It's the place where we come to assemble, to gather, to worship, to fellowship. The church does not start until we show up. Now, if no one shows up, we don't have church. <laughs> Lord Jesus. But since I think two or three of us are here, we can have church. Amen. Okay. So God commands us to attend, to come to that place that we've designated to meet. And challenge us to properly, you know, and, and, and again, as a, as, a, as a disciple teaching and mentoring another disciple, join a place where the, where the gospel is being preached and taught. Okay? Where, where, where they're seeking to glorify God, where they regularly attend, where they support financially, and they serve in the areas that God leads them to serve in. That's what you're looking for in, 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 in quote unquote, a church. No, just keep it. Keep it. That, that's what we're looking for. That's what you, you all are. You, you, you're, you're guiding them, you're telling them, you know, I need you to. You know, certainly you would want them to join your church, but uh, your your place of worship. But if not, that's not what's important. What's important is a kingdom thing. Okay, we're talking about a kingdom viewpoint, right? Any questions? Anyone have any questions? We talk about the church, the church. And ne next week we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Um, you know, in, in, in more, in a little bit more detail about baptism, you know, and, and, and what is the relationship with that and salvation? Why should we be baptized? Who can be baptized? What's the purpose of it? And and to think about this now, and, and I know, you know, I may be speaking to the choir, and, 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 and we know this, but it, it's so important that we we refresh ourselves with this. Because this is this is all we have. We I, we can't come with anything different. Or you know, you have you know you have those who even may think that this is not relevant today. <laughs> oh my goodness, this ain't relevant today. Talk about something else. No, no, it, 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 it's relevant. That's that's why we're in the trouble we're in. We've gotten away from it. Amen. All right. Any questions? Anyone have any questions?
All right. Well, God bless you. I, I, uh, we, we praise God. We thank the Lord for for you and for um, this day. So good to see. See, Mother, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Looking pretty. Nice be, yeah. Yes, ma'am. Uh, it's nice to be at home just you and the Lord. But it's so wonderful to be with the saints. Yes, ma'am. Oh, the Bible says, fail not to serve yourself with the saints and rejoice. And that's what I wanted to do. And when my doctor told me I could get out, I could leap for joy. You said hallelujah. I was so glad. Praise and the Lord. And I, I want to thank everyone for your prayers, your cards, your visits. You don't know how much I'm so grateful and appreciated. You are a wonderful group of people. And just to know you loved and didn't do nothing to earn it, but people just love you anyway. And I'm so grateful. Thank you very much. Amen. Keep up the good work. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Mother. All right. Well, we, we praise God. Thank God for you. And um, all right. Well, we're gonna we're going to. Um, this is you have a book. You don't have a book. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We 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 good. Okay. Um, all right. Well, well, we we thank the Lord, and we're going to um, just uh, just close in a in a word of prayer, and just get ready for for worship. Yeah. We we didn't we didn't uh, do that today. That's okay. We we good. Shall we pray, Father? We thank you so much. We bless you, uh, God. You you just awesome. Uh, we thank you so much for. Uh, your word for, uh, Lord, the lesson today. We thank you for blessing us, uh, Lord, again, to just be in the house of the Lord and and uh, just to meet with the saints of God. Uh, thank you so, so much for your spirit, uh, Lord, uh, uh, with us uh, today. And, and Lord, we, we just want to, um, to, to learn more. We want to grow in you. Uh, Lord, and, and, and so we thank you for, uh, this, this, uh, this lesson, uh, once again, for just, um, uh, just helping us to, to further understand, uh, the foundations of the church and, and, and what, what that all is, is, is about. Uh, Lord, uh, as we, uh, seek, Lord, to, to disciple others, may we be mindful, Lord, of the importance of, of finding a Bible-believing church. That they can can go to and and, and be fed uh, the word of God. We thank you again. We we love you. We look forward now, Lord, to our time, uh, Lord, with you as we worship you. May it be in spirit and in truth. This is our prayer, and it is in Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Amen. Praise God.